welcome to episode one of Sip Talk. I'm Madeline. And I'm Haley. We both got sober in our 20s, and let's be honest, sobriety can be a pretty isolating experience sometimes. That's where we're hoping this podcast can help. We're going to be having honest and real conversations about our alcohol-free lives, all with the hopes of making you feel less alone. We're going to get deep, but we're also going to have a whole lot of fun because being sober is a fun and amazing lifestyle, and we love to shout that from the rooftops. We hope that when you listen to this podcast, you feel like you're hanging out with your booze-free besties. Whether we're talking sobriety or just laughing about life, we're here to remind you that you can do it all sober. So grab something delicious and alcohol-free to sip on, and let's talk. Excellent. How are you? Good, good. Well, episode one, (laughs) I have a very important question for you to start off. Okay. What are you sipping on right now? Oh, a buble. A buble. Lime. A lime buble. Yeah. A Michael buble. I love it. How about you? What are you sipping on? I have an embarrassing display. I have a flat white (laughs) that I just got from a coffee shop. (laughs) And I have a glass of water, and I have an unopened kombucha that I have, like, ready to go, and I have a bottle of water. <laughs> so I'm sipping on everything yeah. currently. All the sips. <laughs> All the sips for sip talk. I yes. love it. Um, so episode one, here we I are. know. Oh, my God. How long have we been talking about this now? Quite some time. It's, it's been a bit. So we met on Instagram. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In 2020? When? It must have been 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And then you left sober Instagram for a while. Yes. Yeah, I left for like nine months to focus on, you know, life stuff, Mm -hmm. but I missed it. And as soon as I came back on, I was like, yay, because you were there. (laughs) Isn't it great? It's so nice to have support. Anyone can go and reach out to someone that they see is sober and, and, you know, not... um, I'm not saying that person would guarantee advice, but there there is support there. If you look for it, you can find it. Yeah, um, and you at just least... don't feel so alone because, like, you do. Like, what, what you said, you didn't know any sober people when you got sober. I didn't know any sober people my age when I got sober. My parents are sober, but um, I didn't know anyone my age. And so that was – and I, I want to know, like, how you found – how you, like, stumbled upon sober Instagram or started to – decided to join like how did that happen uh that's interesting I think I was quietly looking at from my from an old like personal page I was quietly looking at other um sober accounts I think like boozeless was one um uh Millie Gooch uh, sober girl society Mm -hmm. there were a couple that I was like peering in on but I wasn't actively participating and I didn't have a sober account. Um, and then I actually made an account called Sober Folk. You never told there. me this. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I did. And this was before, this was supposed to be like an account where I wasn't revealing who I was because yeah. at that point I didn't want to share with like friends, all these friends mm-hmm. that I used to party with that like I'm now sober. Now I'm happy to, but. At that time, I wasn't comfortable with it. And so I'd share kind of posts that just had quotes or like my thoughts. And then finally, I was like, you know what? F it. I'm going to create my own. 
I love and just that. like took a leap. So you started and that a was new the best. one then to not be anonymous. Yeah. Well, it was actually over COVID. I I thought, what am I going to do with this time because I wasn't working? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I started a blog and um, called So Thirty because I was um, sober at thirty or about to be. I love um, that. Before I turned thirty, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so th- that kept me busy. It was a it was a COVID project, and it turned into like a, a whole lifestyle. But tell me, how did you how did you get into it? Yeah. So I listened to Millie Gooch founder of Sober Girl Society. I listened to her on a podcast. It wasn't a sober podcast. It was just another podcast I was listening to that's like covers a whole range of topics. And I remember scrolling it and I saw, and this was like summer 2020. So I was struggling with my drinking a lot. And I saw the episode was called um, Sober Curious or Sober Curiosity. I'd never heard that term before. And so it piqued my interest. So I listened to it. And like, oh my God, so many things that she said struck me so much and resonated so much. And so I started like, I followed Sober Girl Society. So I just started like kind of lurking Sober Instagram. And um, there were so many hungover mornings where I would be like in a shame spiral and be like, oh my God, I have to do something. I have to make a change and like, and like kind of lurking it. Um I kind of forgot that, that so like I did I kind of forgot that part of the story until just now like that that I done that leading up to the day when I made a decision. I think I've I've always thought I just woke up that day and decided but I forgot that like I had been looking for a while on Instagram and it planted the seed and it helped me a lot when I first finally went for it or when I was in the phase of like kind of trying um and that was why I ended up making one because not only did I want to like make connections, but it, sober Instagram helped me so much. And I was like, I love the idea of being able to like help someone else who's in the same position as me. Isn't so, that amazing? Yeah. And it's funny how that, that time is blurred for myself, at least, you know, like, I think oh my God. Yeah. And I think it's, it was one way. And then I'm like, wait a sec. Oops. Wait a sec. It's, um, it wasn't that at all, but how, how amazing to be able to, um, to connect with others who may be struggling and that need help or that need inspiration and your page happiest sober, by the way, we haven't said that. Oh, and yours is this a- on wasted life. <laughs> <laughs> this is, um, your page is amazing. It's so inspiring Thank and you. it's so positive so and it really, Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's such a it's such a great um, a great resource for people um, that might be interested in the lifestyle, you know, interested in getting rid of booze for whatever reason. I just love so much that like when I was younger, so I, you know, my my mom has been sober since she was 21. I come from a long line of alcoholics. And like for me, I always had this black and white view of it where like you're either an alcoholic or you're not. And I remember like knowing that I was struggling and knowing I had a problematic relationship with alcohol, but being like, I don't feel like I'm an alcoholic. That just doesn't feel true to me. And like, I just love so much that like 
this kind of movement on sober Instagram is opening up that conversation so much to the fact that it's not that black and white. And like, you don't have to be an alcoholic to quit drinking. There's such a spectrum between normal drinking and alcoholism. And like, it's, you can just decide that if alcohol's adding more negatives into your life than it is positives, that's reason enough. And like, you don't have to wait until your whole life is falling apart or until you feel like you're addicted or have a problem before you stop. And like, I just think that's so important because I think that the alcoholic label probably stops a lot of people from quitting drinking who should quit drinking or who like kind of deep down know that they need to because they're like, well, but I'm not an alcoholic. Therefore, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can continue. It's almost like alcoholism is like the permission slip, like the like the excuse people need to quit. And like, it's just not that way. And I love that. Like, this is opening up that conversation. I, I'm uh, yeah, I'm with you 100%. It's like putting also putting a label on something. Not everybody wants that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with with those who do. Um, uh identify as an alcoholic you know i i'm the same way though i i never felt um that word resonated with my relationship Mm -hmm. with alcohol um and again there's nothing wrong with that there's no like you said it's not black and white um but so many people think of it that way yeah um and it's it's like it's funny because my mom is calls herself identifies as an alcoholic that's been her experience and for her she found taking on that label to be very empowering and she still does because for her it just like I love that it makes it easy for her she's like it's an easy definition it's like okay that's what I am and I can accept that and now I can do something about it so I think like it's all it's not it's not trying to say like yeah the label's bad and it should have a stigma it shouldn't like if i think for some people like calling you know calling themselves an alcoholic or calling a spade a spade if they know they have a problem is what is freeing for them because it's like okay this is my truth and and like now this is what i have to do so yeah it totally Mm -hmm. is just about everyone's different and like knowing what's right for you like for me it wasn't that i thought there was shame in the alcoholic label it's just it didn't feel true like to sit and be like hi i'm madeline i'm an alcoholic like i just it just wouldn't feel true to me but I knew I had, yeah. like, I knew it wasn't good. I knew it was problematic. I knew I was struggling. So, yeah. And you did something about yeah. it. Yeah. And it's almost <laughs> your two years. And you're over three and a half years. Superstar. <laughs> it's it's so wild how fast that time has gone. I don't know about you, but my goodness. Time in general, I'm just like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Right. Especially the after COVID. Oh, my God. Like, is it, was that pre-COVID or post-COVID? Yeah, this whole, it's like, like two era lives. Now. Yeah, I know. What? Yeah. At what point do you can you pinpoint? At what like point or milestone you were like, okay, never again. Like comfortable with like this is my forever. Like, was there a point where you kind of realized that or decided that? And how far into it was it? Hmm, that's a good question. I think definitely a year like when I hit that one Mm -hmm. year um uh that one year mark I was so proud to one get there 
I never thought that I would. And after that, I think at about a year, I really felt comfortable in the lifestyle and I didn't feel as tempted to drink or romanticize alcohol as much. Mm -hmm. Um, although I still did, um, even now at times I'm like, "Mm, mm, no, you know, like it's a very quick, "Mm," the thought goes in and then I'm like, no, that's not, that's not a lifestyle for me. Plus there's so many alcohol free options now. I think, I think more about drinking, um, as like a ritual and, um, and being able to have a glass of an alcohol-free beverage satisfies that it doesn't need the alcohol. And that's something that I really like to, um, shout from the rooftops is that you can still live a social lifestyle. You can still Mm -hmm. drink out of fancy glasses. There are so many options out there for you. You just lose any regret, shame, obviously hangover, anxiety, like that was a big one for me to let go of. Like, yeah, isn't that, oh my gosh, it's so much better now. And it's like, why would I go back to that? Oh my God, right? When I really, there's no point. Really think back and remember how I used to feel the second I opened my eyes after a night of drinking. Oh, I can't think of anything worse. It was, it's, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just so, like, like no. why are we doing that to ourselves i know but it felt so worth it for so long and that's the craziest part it felt it so did, worth it and it wasn't why? yeah i will say that i definitely had good times in my same 20s when alcohol absolutely was did i had absolutely had fun yeah but at the end of the day when it came down to it the negatives really started like you said, like really started to outweigh the positives. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that's why that change is necessary. That's when that change is necessary. Um, yeah. But, but, uh, oh, what was I going to say? I lost my thought. You go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. And like, that's the thing. Of course, drinking's fun when you start drinking. That's why people continue to do it. But like, yeah. it's, that's, that's the thing. It's almost like you grow up watching grown-ups drink. That's just like life. That's what you do. That's what you expect to do. Then you drink Then you drink and you have fun because like, you know, whatever the hell alcohol does in your brain. And then you, the rest of life starts to feel so dull without it. At least for me, it did to where like yeah. things that used to be fun on their own and things that used to make me happy on their own didn't anymore and it was like everything would be an excuse to drink like things that would be like I would love in the summertime when I was a kid like spending time by the pool hanging out by the pool and then as an adult I was like let's have drinks by the pool because like it didn't feel fun anymore without the drinks and it's almost like yeah we had fun times but it came at such a freaking high cost and then if you can just let your brain readjust to life without alcohol again, you can find the happiness that you were able to find before you ever started drinking. It's just that we're not used to it anymore. So true. You said that so well. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. It's, it's a habit and Mm -hmm. we are really fed as a society that alcohol is needed to have fun and alcohol is needed to be a sophisticated woman to be sitting at the bar and drinking martini after martini. Um, you can still do that now 
and you can lose the the um, the drunken behavior and everything that comes along the with alcohol. Anxiety, the shame, the forgetting yeah. what you did. Yeah, but the thing is, a lot of what we see growing up, at least for me, it it um, it made it look like in order to be liked, you really did need to be intoxicated. Drinking it, drinking drinks that intoxicated mm-hmm. you, regardless of the way they looked, they intoxicated you and they empowered you. And especially as a young woman or a, a teenager, like I started drinking at 13, I think. Okay. So you are developing. Yeah. Like you are becoming a human. You're learning how to human. socialize. You're learn like you're coming in. See, I started older. I was 17 when I had my first drink. I was 17 when I had my first sip of alcohol ever. No, that's amazing. Because I grew up with a sober mom. Right. And so I just, it wasn't around. It wasn't, it was not something I was ever going to do until I was so, I was such a goody two shoes. I didn't. I never drank until my mom was like gave me the green light. <laughs> How amazing! How like your mom sounds like such an awesome. Person. Oh, I can't wait to meet Megan. She's the best. We we stand her. <laughs> she's gonna come she on one amazing. day. She's yes, yeah. yeah. She'll. We have to hear her story. Yes, yes, definitely. But no, she. Okay. It was a unique situation. Like I, so I've. You know, I have two sisters. I have an alcoholic dad. My parents were both sober when they got married. My dad relapsed. That caused their marriage to fall apart and for him to be not around a lot. And so it was really funny because when we were, were like, in high school, my mom or my dad would tell people, like, no, like, my dad, they don't drink. And people would be like, yeah, okay. But genuinely, like, it was just, it was me and my two sisters and my mom, and we were so tight-knit, and it was such an open conversation in our house about alcohol because of our family history that, like, we had such respect for it, and it was just, it was a line we were never going to cross with her. Like, we were never going to drink while we were like in high school or in the house it wasn't until like my sisters went away to university that my mom was like okay like have a drink but pay attention be aware of how you feel and like um that's yeah incredible so it it was i love that you guys were so tight-knit and that you had an open conversation about yeah that's huge you know there's so many households that probably don't or the parents encourage the drinking which is very common yeah like if if you're gonna drink i'd rather you do it in the house so yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, a little mean girls, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> sure, there'll be lots of <laughs> lots of those. <laughs> um, yeah, it sounds like your mom is just such a stand-up, stand-up woman. And also, the fact that you can remove alcohol, which is not easy to do from your life, just automatically makes you a powerful person. Because Amen. it's not an easy decision. Yes. Yeah, right? I mean, gosh, it's uh it's just again so ingrained in the in our society in our day to day. So I love these conversations that we're having that people are, are having on Instagram. There's so many like, you know, um uh, organizations now that that are speaking about this more and more as an issue that we have as a society. Yeah. And I think that's great. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and even just moderate drinking, you know, if people are just trying to cut down good for them. It's just about opening that conversation and that dialogue um, and encouraging the 
to question it, yeah. to question what, what role alcohol plays in your life. Well, the questioning um, phase is so important. And even if it doesn't lead to quitting, even if it just leads to becoming more mindful, it's so important because like you said, it really is just ingrained and like binge drinking is so normalized and just being like, let's get blackout tonight. Um, and That's right. Yeah. Especially on social media. Oh my God. Like all these, you know, who was it? Um, uh, what page was it? The guy that was like always on the rosé and like getting shit faced. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm blanking on it. They're oh, fat Jewish. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr- Honestly, um, drunk memes <laughs> or drunk memes. Memes about drinking are still like a weird trigger for me. Do you feel really? Yeah, when I see a meme that's about like laughing at like blacking out or something, like I I don't know. I think it just reminded me of like. Because when you are a big drinker, which I was, those things make you feel so validated. And drinking is, right. it feels like such a like, camaraderie bonding thing. So whenever I see one, I like find it funny. And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, I, mean, like, I, just remember, I was like, oh, I'd totally be sending this to one of my drinking buddies before and like laughing about it and being like, that's us. <laughs> So true. But guess what you're doing now? You're sending sober ones. Sober, to your sober buddies. Honestly, yes. and like what you said earlier about how just like anyone who gets sober is such a superstar. It's so true. Like genuinely anyone who's sober, it's a goddamn hard thing to do in a world that drinks. And like I just feel instantly like anyone who doesn't drink is just like, okay, so we're best friends. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So can I have your number? Do you want to hang yeah. out? <laughs> See you over there drinking a mocktail. I'll cheers you. I'll cheers you to that. Um, that being said, at the same time, I still feel like in my in my personal life, like here in Vancouver, I don't know that many people that don't drink. All of my sober friends, most I have I have one that doesn't drink, um, which is awesome. Uh, but most of my purely sober friends are through Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, All of uh, mine as so, well. But I've met some. Yeah. In some, I've met um, quite a few. Quite a few. I've met a few Toronto people who I've met through sober Instagram, but I don't know any just Amazing. like um, friends in real life who like were my friends already who are sober, just my mom, <laughs> but like any other, any That's other, sober, right I know. any other sober people who I've connected with has been all through Instagram, which is why it's so good. Like imagine if we didn't have that. Yeah, it really is amazing. It matters. Imagine if we didn't. Yeah, it does matter. It, it matters who you surround yourself with and that, you know, you share the same values and are like-minded and, and um, uh, you know, I still have friends that drink, of course, and I'm, I love them and oh, they're, they're my friends that, you know, but the, having that connection, it's an immediate connection. It is. Cause you, you just relate on such someone. this special level, like right off the bat. Yes, totally. It's a, it's like a different, a completely different energy, a different world almost because you, it's like a secret club. Yeah. You get like each you other. Guys, you guys get yeah, it. Yeah. I can meet someone for the first time and we're both sober and I can be like, oh my God, I want to hear the most embarrassing thing I've ever done in my life. And they're like, yeah, same. Like, you know? <laughs> What's the embarrassing no. thing? <laughs> I'll tell you after. so happy that we're doing this too like getting together and and chatting and and 
hopefully, you know, meeting some awesome people yes. on our podcast and and just spreading the good word of of sobriety. Um, I'm all for it, and I'm I'm loving this yeah. that we're doing. And this. I feel like this is the perfect time to like chat about what we want to do with this, which we like voice noted about, and I I loved what you said about it. I could try to summarize it, or you could just probably say it so much oh, better oh, yeah. than I can. <laughs> Getting the hang of podcasting. Um, yeah, it's, you know, we really want everyone to feel welcome and, and to not feel alone and to be able to come and join us and listen to us shoot the shit as we sip and we, you know, um, uh, just discuss life and life being sober, you know, no alcohol included. We'll be sipping on our delicious booze free bevs and 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 yeah we'll take it from there yeah i think that's the thing that we really talked about is like obviously it's a it's a sober podcast it's sober focused but like we're also just going to talk about life and like shoot the shit like you said because that's the thing is that everything we're doing we're doing it sober and like when you quit drinking it does feel so isolating so i think just having you know, more people have conversations like these where you just get to chat and hang out and you're just living life, but you're doing it sober is like so important to see. 100%. I love it. Love it. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. So, oh my God. I'm so excited. And me too. We're going to, yeah. I, so we're going to, in the next couple episodes, I think I'm going to tell my story. You're going to tell your story. And those will be the next couple episodes. And then we'll see you from there. And we'll have some guests, special guests. Yes. We have some people in mind. Yes. And Um, you're coming to Toronto in a couple weeks. And we're going to get to one in person. That's going to be the best. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. excited. I'm so excited for that. Oh, my God. And it's your birthday, too. That's going to be the best. It's my birthday. And I'm turning 29. It's the last birthday of my 20s. Okay, this is big. That's, like, massive. This is, yeah, this is huge. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so what are we doing again? Going up for We're a going dinner? out. We're going out on the town. Yeah. Hell, yeah. We're going Can't to wait. a cute pub. I'm going to the same exact place I went last year. How lame. Go stalk my Instagram, and you'll see where <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> Go look at my Instagram from a year ago, and that's where we're going. I liked it. But- but the big question is, do they have good mocktails? Honestly, I guess... they don't. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that... <laughs> they really don't. I drank juice last. <laughs> I drank actual juice. Um, <laughs> we that got is so funny. Em, I thought you were definitely going to say that. Oh my god! Why. You know what's so bad is that like. People sometimes message me on Instagram and they're like, oh, I'm going to Toronto. What's a good place with mocktails? And I'm like, I should know this. But I just go to places I like and I'm just like, make it work, guys. <laughs> Whip me something up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Funny story. There's a place that I frequent right across the street from me. And I went there one time. They don't have mocktails, but they have cocktails. And I was like, can you guys make me a mocktail? They made me this purple mocktail. It was delicious and it was pretty. And so every time I would go back, I remembered who it was who made it. And every time I'd go back, I'd be like, is that bartender here? He made me a purple drink. And like, 
I just started <laughs> asking for, and I go there. I'm not kidding. I go there minimum once a week, but usually more. I was there today. I went. I ate dinner there tonight. So, <laughs> so I would always be like, "Is is so and so working?" I'm like, I think if you just ask for a purple mocktail for me, someone there will know how to make it. And I feel like they were probably just like, "Oh my god, this chick is back again." <laughs> so one of the last times I went, like a couple months ago, the waitress was like, "They told me they named it a purple dream," and I was like, "Okay." So every time I go, every time I have a new Cute. server, I'm like, "It's not on the menu." I'm like, "Can I have a purple dream?" And they just look at me confused, and I'm like, "They'll know." <laughs> I just basically forced them (laughs) by being annoying to have this mocktail. And I'm like basically teaching all the servers what it's called because they'll be confused. And I'm like, no, they'll know. Like, just tell them. They're like, okay. And then they bring it back. They're like, this is so pretty. I didn't know this existed. So, how amazing is that? You're teaching the servers and also you're creating mocktails. They should have named it after. They'll actually put it on. Frankly. I should complain. Yeah, they definitely should. Have. <laughs> Let's change it. We'll go there together. Yeah. Maybe they can make a oh Haley one. Oh my god! But anyways, long story short, I don't select places well based on whether they have alcohol-free drinks. I should. I should, like, out of principle, but I just like to go where I like to go. And this place was really cute, and it has a fun vibe where we're going for my birthday. And um, Love it. hopefully they step up their game. That It'll be so, so fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so shall we? <laughs> shall we end? I suppose we should wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. Thanks for listening. We're so excited. We're so excited to continue and keep chatting and keep hanging out and keep sipping. Yeah, this is sip talk. See you guys next week. See you next time. <laughs>